Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they are the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Hey, you can find reviews and news for every league from the NFL to the NHL, NBA, golf, eSports, combat sports, college sports, and more. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. And hey, all you have to do is use our promo code right now, Believe50. That's B-L-E-A-V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just head on over to Bet Online today, get started, or use your mobile device. Hey, get started with Bet Online, man where the game starts. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab one of their Santa ice cream cakes or a six-pack of Jolly Cups, both perfect for the Christmas season. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel Ice Cream Store opens seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering their Santa ice cream cake at six-pack of Jolly Cups. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that my hot tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's my hot tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review. Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, Amazon Music, iHeart Music. We are all over the place here as a part of the Believe Podcast Network. And we are brought to you by our great friends at Welch & Company Jewelers, Chick-fil-A of Cicero & Clay, and the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Please log on to vcgtransforms.com. Take classes right now with Scott and his team. Become a better leader both personally and personally and professionally, and I do want to throw a quick tip of the cap thank you out there as well to Jam and Beats, Maple Down Senior Living Community, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Make sure you go with Brian today. Maybe you're sending a youngster off to college. Maybe you're retiring, a couple of shifts in life somewhere, selling a house. Whatever the case may be, he has the financial plan suited for you. So go with Brian Conboy today of Mass Mutual New York State, advisors.massmutual.com, and, of course, on LinkedIn and Facebook as well, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State is the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. Two more weeks left in the NFL. Let's preview week 17 in the National Football League. And this is kind of like the final two legs of the season, right, where everybody's kind of positioning themselves for, you know, playoff seating, um, you know, uh, home field advantage. Maybe you're a middle-of-the-pack team kind of trying to fight in. You're in the hunt uh, or you're out of the playoffs completely and you're just playing for pride and, 
obviously a draft position uh, as well. So uh, let's get it started here. As you listen to this tonight, uh, today I should say tonight's game uh, is an interesting one because the Dallas Cowboys come into Tennessee and the Titans are in a must-win situation. There's no way to shake it. Uh, this team has completely catapulted. They have taken a major nosedive. Uh, they do not look right. Tannehill's been out. They've been relying on Malik Willis. It's just not going to cut it. They've lost five games in a row, and they've lost their last six of eight going back to uh, the loss uh, against Kansas City on the road where they lost an OT. That was a tough loss, you know, for the Titans. But they've lost five in a row here. The quarterback play is erratic. Um, a couple of games, they've gotten blown out. They got blown out at Philly, blown out by Jacksonville at home. Um, only lost by three to Los Angeles on the road, but the big killer was this past weekend losing to the Houston Texans. If you win that game, your record is flipped at eight and seven, and you're in the driver's seat to win the South. As it is now, the Jacksonville Jaguars are in the dri- driver's seat to win the AFC South. And the Cowboys, meanwhile, have surprised me, among others. I mean, they're 11 and four right now. And we know that this team is a high-powered, high-octane offense when they do get going. Um, you know, they've got Dak Prescott, who, again, I don't really trust as much as other people, um, you know, at the quarterback spot. He has thrown 12 interceptions this year. Uh, Dak has been helter-skelter, and that's why I would have never paid the guy, uh, but they did, so you have to move on. Tony Pollard's been unbelievable this year. He's going to have a 1,000-yard season. I think Ezekiel Elliott could get to that number as well. Two 1,000-yard uh, runners would be unbelievable. C.D. Lamb is their number one, but he's not really a clear-cut number one like a Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup when he's healthy, right? Uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, those kind of receivers. Um, he's still very, very good, but he's just not a clear-cut, absolute, no doubt about it, number one wide receiver. And then they just don't have a lot of weapons. So to me, the Tennessee defense needs to play as, as, as absolutely physical as possible. I mean, just get after it. Try to bully the Cowboys around. Um, you know, and then you're going to rely on your guys on defense, right? I mean, you got Micah Parsons, who has 13 sacks this year, who's had just an unbelievable year. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong, D-end, eight sacks this year. Uh, the Cowboys get after the quarterback. That's a recipe for disaster. The Cowboys have 49 sacks this year. That is a really, really high number. You got safeties and corners coming at you. Donovan Wilson's had a great year. Leighton Van Der Esch at linebacker. Uh, they've got a lot of dudes, man. Trayvon Diggs, as we know, has been uh, terrific uh, for a couple of years. Now he has three interceptions on the year, but he's one of the best tacklers on the team. Uh, I think Dallas rolls in this game just because I do not see t- uh, Tennessee keeping up because of the quarterback position. It's going to be a Derrick Henry game. He's going to have to go for 200 yards and three scores if they're going to win, and I just don't think that that's going to be the case. And Tennessee can really only win one way, right? I mean, they can only beat you 17-14. They can only really beat you 20-17. to They can only really beat you 16-13. to This team can't get into a high-scoring affair if they get down early. They're going to have to try to climb back, and then Willis is going to have to take chances against a really good defense, and I just don't see it. Give me the Cowboys in this game. They're favored by 11. I, I would bet the house on that. I would take the Dallas Cowboys in this game huge, and I'm going to do so 26-10. to 10. Cardinals are at the Falcons. Just a worthless game here. I feel bad for all those involved. But, uh, again, I, I, when I get into these situations and you just have no idea who to pick, I always go quarterback or home field advantage or both. In this case, I'm going home field because I can't stand the quarterback play for either uh, team right now. Didn't really love it with Kyler Murray, but now it's just really brutal uh, for Arizona. Let's go the Falcons at home. They're favored by three and a half. I think they cover that. Let's pick them 21 to 14. Bears at Lions. Huge game. The Lions are still in the hunt. They're favored by six. That's a defense that is wants to get back to its physical nature and not giving up big plays and big third downs. Um, this is a, a team that offensively, as we've seen, 
all year long. I mean, Goff and St. Brown and the running backs, these guys have been absolutely outstanding offensively. They're seven and eight. This is a must win at home. I think they get it done against the Bears. They're favored by six. There are a lot of lines out there that if I were a betting man, I would take, and this is another one. Give me the Lions in a high-scoring affair, 31 to 21 over the Chicago Bears. Jared Goff, St. Brown, and the running backs keep it going. And Dan Campbell hoping for a playoff miracle in 2022. Broncos at Chiefs. There's no way on God's green earth that the Kansas City Chiefs lose this football game, not with uh, you know home field uh, at stake yet again. By the way, Patrick Mahomes has yet to play a game in the postseason away from Arrowhead Stadium, or I guess it's called G-E-H-A Field at Arrowhead Stadium. That's cute. I'm going to take the Chiefs by a billion in this game. I mean, they're favored by 12 and a half. I'm going to pick the Chiefs huge. 38 to 13, Kansas City rolls at home over Denver. Miami and the Patriots. Boy, you want to talk about two teams that have been absolutely horrific. Both of these teams have not won in the month of December. (laughs) That's the reality of it. Um, And these teams will play on Sunday the 1st. So, uh, you know, that's January. It's a new month. And, boy, both teams probably looking forward to playing in a new month. We know that the Patriots give the Dolphins all kinds of problems. That's why they're favored by three. I do, however, think too much offense for Miami. I think they right the ship a little bit with McDaniel and company. They've got to call quick plays, quick screens, quick passes, quick jet jet screens, and and quick uh, you know things over the middle in the slot and all the rest, and have Tyree Kill and Waddle you know do their thing. I mean, Stevenson is a great running back for New England, but he fumbled last week. It was a huge turnover against Cincinnati. They were driving down Ramondre Stevenson. You never see him cough up the ball in those situations. But that's exactly what happened. New England lost that football game. Had they won, it'd be a much different look here uh, as they eye the playoffs. But they're favored by three. I'm going to take Miami by seven, 30-23. The Colts are at the Jets. The uh, Excuse me, Colts are at the Giants. And the Giants are favored by six in this game. Um, I just don't like anything going on with the Colts right now. Offense, defense, special teams, they make too many mistakes. There's too many turnovers. Uh, they can't catch the ball. They can't do anything on third down. They can't get off the field in third down. Uh, the game management has been awful all year. They've had injuries galore. I just don't like the Colts at all in this football game. It's on the road. It's in the cold. I'm going to take the New York Giants. Actually, no, it's going to be 52 in the Meadowlands on Sunday for the kickoff of this one. Giants are favored by six. Again, I'd bet the house here. Let's go 30-17. to 17. The Giants get it done over the Colts. The Eagles still uh, pretty close, knocking on the door there for home field advantage, uh, and uh, I think they roll the Saints at home. Philly's favored by six and a half, another line that I would take huge because I don't think the New Orleans defense, which is a shell of itself under Sean Payton and and some of the other coordinators they've had in the recent past, certainly going back to the Super Bowl year, uh, they're just not the same. They're not the same tackling team. They don't cover well in man. Uh, this is a team that can't get off the field on third down. There's so many teams I mentioned who can't get off the field on third down, and, and it's just it's deflating because then your defense is just out there all the time. And then if your offense doesn't counter the better offense on the other side, at least taking it down and wasting some clock, uh, even getting points and all the rest, you're just your defense just keeps going out and going out and going out, and that's been a really tired unit. You can see that that's a tired unit, and I'm going to take Philadelphia. They're favored again at Lincoln Financial Field in Philly where the kickoff temperature is going to be almost 60 uh, for New Year's Day. Philadelphia favored by six and a half. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles in this game 34 to 13. Meanwhile, Panthers at the Buccaneers. The, this is a huge game because the uh, NFC South is still wide open for business. 
in terms of a division winner. Uh, Carolina would be hanging around if they can get the victory here. I just think that even though Tom Brady looks old, slow, he's 45, he's been airmailing, he's been throwing things short at the feet of receivers, he cannot get rid of the ball as quickly, he does not throw the accurate long ball like he used to. All those things being said, he willed them somehow, some way last week. He was a surgeon in overtime in order to beat Arizona 19-16. to He was 6-for-6 six six in overtime, drove him down, suck up, nailed the field goal, and Tom Brady got it done. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. Why in the world is this guy still playing football? I have no idea, but he's in there. Um, I've finally gotten tired of his act. Obviously, ton of respect for him, but the drama, the yelling at his teammates, the bullcrap off the field, all, all this, the retiring and then coming back. I'm tired of this guy's act. However, I think they win the football game. And Tampa's defense, I think, is going to make a couple of turnovers here uh, on Carolina. The key to this game is going to be the Carolina run game. And if they can help sustain drives for Carolina, Long, you know, Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard, and, and Foreman, if they can run the ball and wear down Tampa Bay's defense, the offense is going to have that much pressure on them for Tampa. So that's where I look at this game being won or lost. Give me Tampa Bay. They're favored by three points. I'm going to take them by four in a nail-biter, 20-16. to 16. I just don't think these teams are going to be able to put up a lot of points. I think it'll be a defensive game, a ground game, and that one play, that one strike, where is that going to be? Whether it's a pick six or a 30-yard bomb, I don't know, but I think Tampa gets it done. Browns are at the Commanders. The Browns out of the playoff picture. Um, the Commanders are in the playoff picture, and they need this victory big time. That's a great defense. They got steamrolled last week by San Francisco. Again, in this game, the key is also to stop the run for the Commanders. If they can stop the run, get the ball to their offensive playmakers, they can get some things done. And uh, I like Washington at home in this game. How about a 17-13 to low-scoring game in our nation's capital? Jaguars are at the Texans. The Texans, again, last week beat the Titans. The Texans have yet to win at home. They are 0-6-1, Jacksonville 7-8. They are 3-5 on the road, but they're playing with a lot of momentum right now, and I'm going with Trevor Lawrence. I'm going with Christian Kirk. I'm going with Travis Etienne. I'm going with this football team under Doug Peterson that's starting to you know show some moxie, show some swagger. This is a team right now that might be dangerous should they get into the postseason. Uh, they're in the driver's seat to win the uh, AFC South. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a 4,000-yard season. He's got 24 touchdowns. He's limited the interceptions. Obviously, it helps to be able to dump it off to guys like Christian Kirk and, of course, Zay Jones, who, you know, the former Bill has had some kind of terrific uh, renaissance here uh, for Jacksonville. They've got Evan Ingram, who's a strong tight end, potentially three guys who could be 1,000-yard receivers, much like Cincinnati with Higgins, Boyd, and Jamar Chase. And, and we know that they've got a couple of just absolute monsters on defense. Devin Lloyd, who I loved. I just loved that pick. I loved that pick when it happened back in uh, the NFL draft this past year uh, in, in, uh, in 2022 uh, in the springtime. My God, round one, pick 27 out of Utah. I watched a ton of Devin Lloyd film and, 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 uh, you know, just clips and stuff and, and draft coverage. And he was a guy I, I would have loved the Bills to have gotten, to be honest with you. I mean, he was he was a great college player, and he is rotating. He is fast. He goes north-south. He goes east-west. He's a tremendous tackler. He can stop the run. He can blitz. He can do a lot of things, and I really like his game. When you take Josh Allen, the linebacker, and you take uh, Devin Lloyd, and you take the uh, uh, the kid Andre Sisco, who I saw play at Syracuse quite a bit, um, you know, you look at the, the the other studs up front that they've got in, in terms of uh, 
uh, Fatukasi, uh, and some other players. Uh, you know, Tr- uh, Trayvon Walker, right? He has three and a half sacks on the season. He's a load to deal with. He's only played 13 games this year, but the rookie out of Georgia has impressed. Uh, this Jaguars team, I'm telling you right now, they're playing very, very well. They're playing complimentary football. They are bringing it on defense. They are bringing it on offense. Trevor Lawrence is now the leader, bonafide, no question about about it, you know, of this team. And I'm going to take the Jaguars on the road in Houston. They're favored by four and a half. Give me the Jaguars by, oh, I don't know, 10 points, 31 to, yeah, we'll go eight points, 31 to 23. Plenty more to talk about and preview for week 17 in the NFL. I'm going to get to the four o'clock games uh, here upcoming. And remember, there's only one that we got the Thursday night game. And then unlike last week, there are no games on Saturday, New Year's Eve, and it's just a New Year's Day bonanza of NFL uh, uh, games. So uh, we'll uh, look at the four o'clock games. We'll look at the Sunday nighter between the Steelers and the Ravens. And we'll look ahead to the mega matchup between the Bengals and Bills in Cincinnati for Monday Night Football as well. All of that coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, and Rosie's Corner. But first, this. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Make sure you pop by Brewerton Ace Hardware today. Route 11 in Brewerton, in front of the Brewerton Bridge. They have got all of it. I'm telling you, inside and outside your home, they've got specials. You can sign up for the Ace Rewards program. Stop by, see the sales and specials. Check out all the departments, from girls and smokers to outdoor living, heating and cooling, home and decor, plumbing, uh, lighting and electrical. You need it. They've got it. Toilet seats. uh, They've got cabinets. They've got drills. They've got everything you need. It's all there at Burton Ace Hardware for all seasons. If you're looking to close up on, you know, fall and, and get into the meat of winter with some things that you need, or you're prepping already for summer or spring, They've got it all at Burton Ace Hardware, the helpful place. Burton Ace Hardware is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And also, big time thanks to uh, friends of the platform, Bob Lindsley, the Alonzo family, Swan and Whitaker families, and Daryl Aber. All right, 4 o'clock games for the NFL this week. The 49ers are one of the hottest teams in football right now, and they're still looking to get overall healthy, putting another weapon in terms of Debo Samuel in there. Um, you know, with Ayuk and McCaffrey and all these different guys, the Kyle Shanahan system has been rolling. We know Nick Bosa's got 17 sacks this year. They got Fred Warner. They got dudes on D. I think the 49ers go in and absolutely murder the Vegas Raiders who, uh, you know, look, the 49ers are favored by 10. Vegas is home, but how hard of a home, you know, how hard of a, a home game uh, or, or an away game is this going to be for San Francisco? Uh, the Raiders have completely looked like they've airmailed it in. Uh, you know, and it's wild because Josh Jacobs, how many teams seriously are six and nine with a quarterback who could throw for 4,000 yards, a running back who's over 1,500 yards, and a wide receiver who's probably going to touch over, well, he's at 1290 right now and 12 touchdowns. He's going to go over 1,300. He'll probably go over 1,400. He might reach 1,500 in the last two games. Like how many teams can say that they're six and nine with that trio in the NFL? It just does not happen. If you have those guys putting up those kind of numbers, and I know that Derek Carr's numbers look a little skewed because, you know, at times he's great, and then the other times he's, he's a complete disaster. But, wow, when you look at those numbers, you look at the trio, I've said it for a long time, a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver, the, you know, cornerstone players, elite franchise players, 
they can carry you so many times. It hasn't been the case for the Raiders this year because there's been so many other parts that haven't gone right. And, hey, Devontae Adams has also had periods of time where he hasn't been targeted by Derek Carr as well. I think Derek Carr's days are numbered there. I think the Raiders get steamrolled in this game. Give me the 49ers, 34-7 to over the Raiders. Jets at Seahawks, huge game here. The Jets still kind of hanging around a little bit. The Seahawks trying to get into the playoff picture. I think this is a Geno Smith revenge game. He's due for one, and I think the Seahawks get it done in Seattle. I don't know why the Jets are favored by a point and a half. They're flying out to Seattle. It's a raucous atmosphere. I think the Seahawks get it done. The key to this game, of course, will be, you know, can the Seahawks run the football with Kenneth Walker III, get the play action started with Geno Smith, Quinn and Williams up front for the Jets causes all kinds of problems, and then the possible matchup between Sauce Gardner and DK Metcalf. Should be a fun one, though, and I'm going to take Seattle really close, 20-16. to Vikings at the Packers. Would you look now, but the Packers have an opportunity to make the playoffs. And speaking of trios in the NFL, QB, RB, and WR, uh, I talked about that with the Raiders. The three guys in Minnesota, yeah, they've made a big difference for this team. They are 12-3 and on the season, 4-2 and on the road. They can come back. They can beat you close. Uh, they can put up 40. Uh, the Vikings right now, maybe maybe we need to start paying attention to them, right? Because usually it's, well, don't worry, the playoffs are coming, big stage, they'll choke, blah, blah, blah. But people have been saying that during the regular season as well, and the Vikings have not choked. They went into Buffalo and won. They have 12 wins on the season. The defense leaves a lot to be desired, but good grief can they score Cousins and Cook and Jefferson as offensive weapons going into Lambeau against the Green Bay Packers. But I got to tell you, I'm going to go with Green Bay in this game. Green Bay's favored by three and a half. I'm going to go 21-20. A late field goal gets it done because the Packer ground game will flourish in this game against a piss-poor Minnesota defensive line. They're going to control the clock, allow Rodgers to go play action. I know he's down a little bit here offensively with weapons, but I'm going to take the Packers in a low-scoring, snowy game in Green Bay, 21-20, and the playoff hopes continue for the pack. Rams at Chargers. Rams are going nowhere as defending champions, whatever. They won a Super Bowl last year. If you're a Ram fan, deal with it. The Chargers, they are a playoff team now, and they're still trying to kind of jockey into the best spot that they can get. So this game is still looming important here. Uh, it's both SoFi Stadium home teams playing each other. Rams against the Chargers. I say Rams at Chargers, but it's Rams versus Chargers and Chargers versus Rams because every guy on both roster, coach, trainer, etc., they're going to be sleeping in their own beds the entire week. Too much Justin Herbert, too much Austin Eckler, too much Keenan Allen, too much Mike Williams. Stop me if you've heard that before. And Justin Herbert, hey, if he has a couple of monster games to end the season, he could get up to 5,000 yards. What a talent. What an arm talent. So good, so strong, so accurate, so uh, um, precise, and he's just such a, a pocket controller. I'm going to go L.A. Chargers in this game huge. Six and a half points are favored by. I'm going to go 35 to uh, 16, and Justin Herbert throws for over 400 yards. Steelers at Ravens on Sunday night football. That'll be the Tariqo Collinsworth game. Baltimore at home, two and a half. We know how this game's going to go. Both teams have the same blueprint. Is Lamar Jackson also going to play? If it's going to be Huntley, Baltimore's in trouble. But the game plan is still going to be the same. Greg Roman and company, they're going to want to run the football. And, you know, Gus Edwards and company, Dobbins and company, run the football, run, 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 run. 
set up a little play action, win a defensive game, you know, backyard brawl type stuff. And the same goes for the Pittsburgh Steelers with Najee Harris and company. Use the play action from there uh, to Johnson and everybody else. But I think Baltimore wins this game regardless if Lamar is in there or not. I'm just going to go home team here. M&T Bank should be rocking. I've seen a game there before. It's going to be 55 degrees at kickoff. A big warm wave of weather coming in the upper northeast which will give people a little break and melt some snow and get those Christmas lights down. I'm going to go Baltimore at home 20. Well, is it going to get that high scoring? Let's go an old-fashioned bloodbath. Just an awful, awful game. 13-10, to 10, Baltimore gets it done, and they cover by a half a point. And finally, the big one on Monday Night Football, Bills favored by a point going into Cincinnati. Star power all over the place. Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. You've got two high-octane offenses. The Bills have won six in a row. The Bengals haven't lost since October. And this is a very tough atmosphere for Buffalo here. We know Trey Hendrickson has been back for Cincinnati. He's a beast, Sam Hubbard, etc. This team is really, really good, and they're really, really dangerous, and they're 5-1 and one at home. The Bills need to win to stay up top in the AFC standings for that number one seed to have the playoffs go through Orchard Park. If they win this game, it's going to look pretty good because they got the Patriots at home in Week 17. Uh, I, I got I got in Week 18, I should say. Um, you know, I pretty much my part of my shtick is even though even if I don't think that the Bills are going to win, my friends have kind of forced me to like pick them in every single spot. I mean, my shirt rip videos, my podcasts, like other YouTube videos, whatever else on social media, the shtick is just always to pick the Bills. I I have a, a, a rough feeling about this game for the Bills, but I am still going to take them because I'm going to just put my heart right on the line here. And I'm going to go 31-30 with a late Tyler Bass field goal. This game may very well come down to these elements. Number one, simple tackling. The Bills have been a horrible tackling team for the majority of this year. They've got to figure out a way to tackle in space. Mixon, Chase, Boyd, Higgins, too many playmakers. Do not give them extra yards. Um, you know, Same could be said for Cincinnati because the Bills' ground game is back, which that's going to be another thing to monitor. Uh, not back, but it, it's, it's here. Uh, it, it's been developing over time, and the Bills are thrilled to play complementary football. That's what Sean McDermott wants. He's wanted all along. He forced a ground game last year on Brian Dable, remember, when they didn't have – um, you know, the, the right personnel and the offensive line wasn't healthy and all that. And, and Singletary hadn't really yet come on. Uh, well, Singletary has come on and so is James Cook and the Bills are running the ball like crazy. And that could be a big, big factor in this football game. Um, I do think that Allen needs to find Diggs at some point in this game multiple times. I mean, Diggs has struggled to get some targets the last couple of weeks. It's Stephon Diggs time. He's going to go up against a secondary that, you know, look, Eli Apple and company, they're fast, physical guys, but they really can be had. And I think and, and I think the same thing could be said for the Bills secondary in terms of Trey White not being all the way back. Dane Jackson's been a roller coaster all year. You don't know where you're going to get a Kyrie Elam. Christian Benford's still waiting to get him, you know, 100% back and healthy. Um, so the corner spot is just absolutely brutal for the Bills as well. And so I think the secondaries could be in for a rough day. And that's why the fronts are important, the defensive line. Uh, for both teams, really. I mean, Hendrickson, Hubbard, and, and those big athletic tackles for the Bengals in between. And then the Bills, you know, they're going to have to rely on Greg Rousseau a lot. They're going to have to rely on Ed Oliver. How about a little A.J. Epinesa, uh, Daquan Jones, and Tim Settle as your tackles? They're going to need those guys and the Tremaine Edmonds-Matt Milano duo linebacker and Jordan Poyer being Jordan Poyer 
if they're going to win this football game. Leslie Frazier's defense has adjusted. They've played well for the majority of this year. Um, you know, a team that can force turnovers, but they've got to tackle well. They've got to be good in the red zone. I think, you know, whoever wins the red zone battle, whoever wins the turnover battles, and it could very well come down to the team that has the football last. And if the Bills have it, they can win it. If the Bengals have it, they can win it. Burrow, Allen, Allen, Burrow. This thing's going to be absolutely unbelievable. It's a showcase game, standalone game. New year, uh, you know, kicked off already. Bills, Bengals, a lot of marbles, uh, you know, on the table for it. And, of course, the Bills could win home field advantage uh, that night if they win and they got a Kansas City loss, uh, you know, previously during the weekend. I don't see that happening, but weirder things have happened. I just don't see it. I mean, Kansas City at home against Denver, there's just no way. Um, the Bills would need to win this game and then next week against New England to get the home field advantage. If the Bills lose this game, they'll fall from one to three, just like that. And that is a major, major problem because you're going to have to go on the road. You'll host probably one playoff game and then you'll have to go on the road, uh, you know, to, to get it done unless, you know, one of those teams, uh, you know, gets upset. So a um, lot at stake here. And this is a game where, gosh, I look at it now and this game wouldn't matter if the Bills had just beat the Jets. Because if the Bills were 13-2, and two, they would be two games clear of the Bengals. And even if they lost this game, they'd be 13-3. and three, And the Cincinnati Bengals would be 12-4. and four. The Bills would have an edge in that department. And even if the Bills were to lose this game at 13-2 and two, uh, to go to 13-3, and three, the Chiefs winning would put them at 13-3. and three. And we all know that the Bills have the home field advantage um, you know, over the Chiefs because of the head-to-head matchup. So the Jets' loss earlier in the year could really, really be coming back to bite the Bills because if they don't get home field advantage and they lose this game, that Jets game is going to loom large because if they were one game ahead right now of both the Bengals and the Chiefs, they'd be clear of everything, and they'd have home field regardless of what happens on Monday Night Football. So, uh, And again, they'd have to win against the Patriots Week 18, but you feel better about that game than you do against Cincinnati. So there's some Week 17 NFL action and a preview for you, the ML Sports Platter. Please download, subscribe, rate, and review the show. Of course, we are brought to you by our great friends at Carvel of North Syracuse, MyHotTub.com, Jam and Beats, Bowers and Company, CPAs, and Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Make sure you log on today to StanleyLawOffices.com. StanleyLawOffices.com. Hey, if you're an accident victim, you can chat with a representative right there online, and it's always personal with Joe and his team. They do an unbelievable job. Go get them on Instagram and Facebook. You can watch their videos. They're super educational. And uh, again, services, locations, community, everything online at StanleyLawOffices.com. It's always personal. Give them a ring today, 800-608-3333. That's 800-608-3333. Stanley Law Offices, a proud ML Sports Platter title sponsor. Thanks for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.